Welcome to A to Z podcast, which is Adrian and Chloe. We're the best of friends and have been for the last 22 years with a zest for life. We're here to entertain, provoke thoughts and discuss topical topics. We aim to bring a balance of fun, entertainment and serious topics. We also want to create discussion outside of the podcast. Topics that you can discuss, share, agree and disagree with your friends and family. And don't forget to look out for our In Conversation episodes with guests. Enjoy! Enjoy! Good afternoon. Oh, I'm so cute! <laughs> Part two. Thanks for that. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Fine, thanks. <laughs> well, I don't better know. now I've locked the dog away. I've locked yes. the dog away. Bless. Bless him. Yeah, that's not what you said two minutes ago. But, hey, do, you want to t- do you want to tell everybody about the trauma that you've had in the last kind of quarter of an hour with him chewing things up in your... Yeah. So everybody who uh, listens, please appreciate what I sacrifice for this podcast. Jason Donovan has just been eaten by the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not strictly true, is it? It's like a cardboard His face mask. was. His face was eaten. But it's, it's all right. Don't worry, everybody. I've got another one. Don't worry. <laughs> She's got 40 in her drawer. <laughs> Shh, don't tell everyone. Yes, yeah, so I'm not going to say which drawer. <laughs> Ooh, kinky. Anyway, <laughs> moving, on, moving on swiftly. We yes. have a guest today. We do. We do. So, um, welcome to Katie Lay, who's with us today. Hi, Katie. Hello, both. This is very Hi. lovely. <laughs> you wait till you get to the end of it. You might not say that. <laughs> um, so, many of you will know um, of Katie, or you may well have received one of Katie's. Uh, positive post boxes um, because a, she is an entrepreneur and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that so he's showing one of the cards that she received when she had so uh, so yeah I'm going to leave uh, Katie to talk about that in a second but um, you will probably be following her on Instagram and if you're not you should she's got a fantastic post lots of positivity and about yeah, her lovely really good. boxes and hampers uh, that she uh, has started up so we're going to talk to her about that and also a bit about mental health and all sorts of things. So how, how are you feeling about being with us today? Yeah, really, really good. Uh, I've never done a podcast before, so nor it's something very nor new. Have we. Have we. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have because I've listened. Oh, yes. Thank you. Uh, of course I have. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Good. Should be a giggle. Yeah, well, you've got uh, you got an interesting story, and we thought um, we've been lining this up for a little while, haven't we? So uh, yeah. now you're finally here. So, um, do you want to just perhaps start us off by telling us a little bit about what you were doing uh, prior to starting your business? Yeah, so I was working in a financial uh, services. Um, it was all going okay. Uh, and then lockdown hit, as it does, and we all got moved to working from home. Uh, mm-hmm. I was training for London Marathon, um, oh. so I was yeah running quite a lot, which I know is something oh, that you're passionate runner. about. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> was we was. won't talk. We won't talk about shoes and kilometres, uh, the <laughs> distance and stuff. No distance, no distance here. No, and uh, <laughs> I was really in the thick of my training, and um, unfortunately, I had an injury. Um, mm. So I snapped my Achilles. Ooh. Ow. Painful. Yeah. So yeah, I did that um, last, it was actually last May. So yeah, yeah I, I just didn't know, really know what to do with myself. 
um there was a lot of history with other other things that I know we're going to talk about in a bit but mm. it was mainly the fact that this was um something I came up with when I had time um and I yeah. think that's something that we don't have a lot of um mm, and I was I spending a lot of my time running and then I was like well what am I going to do now so I have to um, ask because as as many of the listeners will know that I bore frequently uh I'm a runner um <laughs> How was how was that? Well, I I mean I know, but for for people listening, you know, when you're used to running and you get so much from it, uh, for you know both physical and mental health reasons. Yeah. How, how was especially that? in the lockdown? Especially, yeah, especially yeah. in lockdown, snapping it your Achilles is... is like a major injury. Yeah, massive. I mean I it... I don't run, and that sounds actually to me. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just trying to. It's it, I never really heard of it. I knew it happened to footballers. I knew it happened predominantly in men, apparently. Uh, I didn't know any of this um, and uh, I genuinely I did not know what to do actually because I was running for my mind I was training for London I had we didn't really we did know that it was off but we thought it might be in October so I wouldn't be able to do it last yeah. October um, and to be sort of told well from one day to, for aching to the next day to hearing I don't even want to say what the noise was, but it was a bad noise. It wasn't oh. particularly painful, but I couldn't walk. Mm. Um, and then to be told you are in a boot and I'm talking like a space boot up to my knee. Mm. Um, if oh you know God. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 24 seven, uh, two children. So it's not just about the running. It was my whole life. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they're young, they're youngish children, aren't they? Yeah. Four and two. That is young yeah. children. That's not yeah. youngish. That's young. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it was just, it was just a real, one of those moments where you're like, why is this happening to me? But you mm-hmm. do that when you feel down, you do yeah. feel it's very, very aimed at you. And, uh, you know, but <clears throat> it's one of those things now. And, yeah, uh, removed from it. So yeah. you're, you're recovered um, and, yeah. you know, having to take things fairly sensibly because of that injury, because it's a major <clears throat> injury, isn't it? Yeah, um, I was told that it, I need to be very careful running again. The mm. re-rupture rates, you know, I could I could do it again very easily. Mm. Uh, can I run and in, enjoy it now? No, I'm very sad about saying that, but I don't enjoy it. I, I feel sad because I've lost that, what I loved. Um, I do now hit sessions, so I'm able to control that. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. You know, so pick up a move. If a move my Achilles does not like, and I will, not, I will not do it. No. Um, So I think it's very hard to get my brain engaged with the fact that it's not going to happen again, and that I need to, you know, I can do this. It sounds like you're you've you've got better at listening to your body though. Massively, yeah. Mm. And like when Adrian, when you injured yourself, Adrian, and still are recovering, I remember saying to you, "You're so good resting because to tell someone who is running to rest right Mm. in the middle of training for something which is as big as what Adrian's doing at the moment." crazy it's hard it's really really hard because you go from doing everything to nothing and literally I've done literally nothing I've just started again this week um it is hard mentally it's hard and you know I've had a job change and and it's always been my space to go and run and and clear my mind so yeah it has been it has been challenging so uh go on Zoe got no I was just gonna say so it's, it's thinking of how how you then t- had took that time which obviously having lockdown made everybody have a little bit more time but then yeah. you've had extra extra time to stop and yeah. think but you've been you've used that so well like how, how did you sort of come up with the 
the idea and the ethos oh behind goodness. positive post boxes? So I just I decided that when I was um, feeling sort of like low, there was a couple of people I knew who were, and I did these boxes up for them, and they were nothing like what I'm doing now, but they would the same message was there was I don't really know what to say because I don't have the words um, because everyone is different and everyone's situation is different, and I think like Adrian said a minute ago we're a solver like if you're a solver and you need a problem you know you feel like you have to have the answers but sometimes you don't so I figured sending a box and sending something that just says I love you I'm thinking of you without the words um was just effective and I knew that the people that I sent them to and then if I received one of those when I was at my lowest what it would have done for me yeah I thought why not try this and and I raise money for charities through it too so yeah. it, it wasn't as if it was just for me it was how can I help uh, pandas per- perinatal mental health um North Devon hospice locally to me how can I help those charities as well um and let's just try and then it just spiraled I had 25 orders before I even told people what were in them fantastic so other people seen so people vision. buy into you as well yeah I was told that by a lovely uh, manager of mine before so just for people that don't know tell tell them a little bit about what positive post boxes is you know what are they so they are a letterbox gifts which the idea was that they fit into a letterbox so that the recipient doesn't have to be in that was something that always used to stress me out was i'm going to oh. send a gift to this person but what if they're not there? What if it yeah. goes to the post office and you've got to wait three oh, days? Oh, imagine yeah. going to the post office to pick things up. Or, or no. you deliver them a present and they have to sign for it and they don't exactly. have identification. Yeah, and then that becomes exactly as that happened. Yeah, yeah. So he sent me a very nice alcoholic gift and I I had to have my identification to receive it from the man from Amazon. Of course, I couldn't find my bloody driving licence, could I? <laughs> Well, you yeah, it's a lovely look young. <laughs> I said, really? Really? You had to have the identification tip. I get it, but it was very annoying. Anyway, yeah. so yes, the, the yeah. ease of receiving these lovely yeah. things. Yeah. Mm. And the fact that it was just something that I, um, what do, what helps me, you know, what do I do for my self-care? And it's including a face mask, a little scented uh, tea candle. So it, it smelt nice when you opened it down to the fact that you've got little sweets in there and and it was all really about the fact that the person receiving it would just think oh my god this is lovely and the affirmations I think receiving some words um that, that are kind of on class so one of them that I've got in front of me at the moment so everything is possible if you've got enough nerve so I think it's just kind of receiving something like that in the post from someone and yeah it's the fact that they fit in the letterbox is where I was going and being positive so positive face boxes and you theme them, don't you? So if mm-hmm. people want to, I'm doing a plug here. So if people want something for a friend or for yeah. um, their boyfriend or yeah. for somebody who's going to be their bridesmaid, you do yeah, little, ha- you do hampers and glasses yeah. that have got names on and there's a whole host of stuff. So people should look at your Instagram page. And Absolutely. I know you've got, you've got an Etsy shop and a website as well, yeah. um, which is, what's your website address? So www uh positive postboxes.co.uk there we so go you see just says that's what it says on the tin absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah so and they are lovely i mean i've sent i've sent them to a few people i know you've had lots and lots of orders from people and mm-hmm. the feedback is always it's just such a nice thing to receive it's really thoughtful and 
um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nicely presented and you put a lot of thought into to doing yeah. it and I know the business is growing and you you're kind of building up some contracts to do hampers and all sorts of exciting yeah. things but I think what I've always been impressed with you is your uh, your drive and determination and I know that you and I have spoken about that before um, but it's not always been positive for you has it I think you draw a lot of strength from perhaps the things that people may not necessarily know about you and how you've put that into so um, I know you're happy to talk about this and it is yeah. you know we, we like to talk about stuff that perhaps people don't always understand and but you suffered with perinatal mental health didn't you and I, I, yeah. I it's not something I'd heard of so could you perhaps just tell us a little bit about what what that is and and how that was for you if that's okay absolutely yeah and um, I didn't know either which is really scary until I was pregnant sat in the waiting room and there was just a sign that just says if you feel sad it's it's normal you know this is the number and I was like why would you feel sad pregnant and I was like because I'm really lucky to be pregnant my mum struggled to have children so to me I'm like that's just a really strange thing to have in a you know in a waiting room not until I then gave birth but just through tra traumatic birth really um, and the fact that I just did not know what was happening to me and mm. I genuinely went from sort of having this baby and just not knowing what to do because yeah. you don't know if that's normal or not you know as you both know being parents you, you don't it's of course it's going to be different because you, yeah. you don't know what's going on you know am I meant to feel like this am I not so they don't like come this, with a guide do they that's so annoying no <laughs> no and it'd be nice yeah it would <laughs> yeah and I think that you put it down to I've had such a big change in my life this is normal but mm. at what point does normal become really not normal and yeah. it's very difficult um to establish what's wrong with you because it took me a long time to really admit that I had postnatal depression I had psychosis which is very scary yeah. uh, where I yeah was you know, without going into too much detail, it, it involved a lot of um, paranormal things happening to me. I thought that, you know, I was getting taken no. over by devils, all sorts. It was a very horrible time. But I think with the, um, the fact that I researched it with the help of my husband, <clears throat> it made me normalise those feelings. And I thought, mm. actually, it's very normal to have this illness because it's an illness. Yeah. I can treat this illness and and we need to get over this and the shame I felt for my whole maternity I just was so hard on myself and I think that being hard on yourself is uh, a real real difficult one because you you should be okay why aren't you happy you yeah. have a beautiful healthy baby but no in my mind my baby was probably gonna die tomorrow because that's how I viewed the world yeah I didn't deserve this happiness I was x y and z um the psychosis side of things carried on for a long time and I I didn't really know I had it and the difficulty is the the midwives didn't know because no. you, can, you can present yourself in however way you want to present yourself also um, if you don't know it's happening then when somebody says nobody says do you think that the devil's coming for you? Do they? They don't, they don't. put that in the question sheet. No, they just they don't. So when would you be able to get that out? I, I completely can see how you can mm. mask it. Because yeah. if you don't know it's something odd, then you're yeah. not going to call it out either. So that no, is... And you're scared. You're really scared. And I think yeah. that um, when a doctor looked at me, like the way he looked at me when I told him it was happening, 
you wouldn't want to go back to the doctors because mm. he looked at me like I looked at myself and I thought you're meant to be there to sort of support me whatever again another doctor got it understood it because that doctor had it she understood yeah. and I think it's having that kind of one person that just says it out loud it's normal you'll get through this um and then yeah well my second pregnancy I was able to get the support and help um I knew where to go did you find that you were apprehensive about getting pregnant again after having been through that once? I was, my husband more so. He was very yeah. scared. Yeah. And I, you know, I think and people I think, forget about the impact on the partner oh, as well, don't they? Massively. And like I'm a, I've said before, I am a, a person that's had to live with a lot of mental health um, in my family and being that person that's left behind um, for example, to suicide or the person that has to have the answers. And I think that I firsthand knew how hard it was for him I had no strength to say it yeah but I knew and um yeah it was it was and it, if it wasn't for the perinatal mental health team at the hospital didn't know they were a team didn't know they existed how that North Devon hospital yeah North Devon yeah they were absolutely incredible I had a psychiatrist that took me through everything possible I could do to prevent this from happening again and uh, I gave birth to my son and it didn't happen yeah amazing and it was the most uh, amazing thing and unfortunately I, I have had a, a bit of a relapse and, <clears throat> but medication helps yeah and that's and I think it's just saying that you know it, it doesn't manifest itself in one particular way you know one in five women are, I do have some form of uh, perinatal mental health issues um, amazing, during birth or after yeah and I I think we just generalize mental health quite a lot because no one really understands the the differences this can manifest itself in but mm. my goodness perinatal mental health is is so different because you've got another baby to be okay for mm. yeah um, yeah so extra pressure extra you know why like why do I feel like this I shouldn't you know mm. yeah 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 it's amazing I mean, so thinking of your kindness and things that things that you you now provide to others and you're saying you know you'd been that person for other people and thinking of your husband you you felt that responsibility I suppose that you were Massively. not that person you've now t- managed to turn that round how, how I know that kindness is a real passion of yours and it's something that Massively. I'm passionate I think I think Adrian's passionate about it as well. But, <laughs> but, but it's something that's really, it's just being kind to people. So how do you, how do you think you sort of brought that into everything and people being kind to you, I think at that point? Yeah, I think, I think I, I think I just absolutely appreciated being heard. And I think we speak about that a lot. And I think as well, people understanding that I wasn't all right without having to say I wasn't all right. Um, Mm. But bringing kind into like my boxes, for example, is I do get requests for the most awful times of people's lives. And I genuinely, I sprinkle that like bit of confetti in my box. I put that label on and I'm like, I hope this makes you smile. And knowing that actually as well, my customers, which both of you I know have been, Mm. you guys have got that kindness in you so to approach me to send a box I say thank you like thank you for being such a good friend to your friend um Mm. without them without this business you know I just feel like it just makes you feel like you really cared about and it's you know like you say they they are not they're not expensive to do they are just 
they're thoughtful there's nice things in there that make people smile the affirmation cards the positivity but it's the it's the act isn't it the act yes. of giving something to of somebody yeah. yeah and mm. and you know there is not enough of that that goes on when people probably need it the most or people don't know I think a lot of you know if we talk about we talked to the lady from cruise a few weeks ago and you know when when they lose somebody loses a loved one nobody really knows what to say do they because you don't want to say the wrong thing and then for sometimes you don't say anything but being like just sending something to somebody that just is a token of I'm thinking of you is such a powerful thing to do I think likewise in the situation that you found yourself in if somebody had somebody who was suffering with perinatal postnatal depression or they were in a just the thought of having somebody sending you something to say you're being you're being thought of or that might be it the did thing everything for me. it did yeah. everything for me and and it was it was um uh, i think i received a bee a bee bracelet some flowers so you won't forget it card um and it's being treated that you are poorly i think that you you know when i was at the lowest when i had a, i've had a nervous breakdown unfortunately and when I was at my lowest, I needed to be in hospital. I needed someone to be doing tests on me. I needed someone to be really seeing what's wrong with me. But yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing really they can do, really. Um, there, there are, but I think it's more the fact that actually it's about recovery and getting and getting better. It's giving you and... it's giving you access to professionals that can help you with recovery, isn't it? It's not like just say, yeah. "Well, take these tablets and then you feel better no. in a few days." Uh, no. It's about how do you help. Long. Yes, it's a longer term thing. And I guess it's it's being aware of those things and knowing your triggers or knowing when, you know, it's happening again. And I think we all Mm -hmm. know, um, you know, what stress can feel like, but it's sometimes we don't always see the triggers and we we don't know then what to do. It's when you come out the other side, you go, oh, that was. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But also the time that you can talk about these things, because I don't think you can talk about when you're in it. Because when no. you're in it, I think it's very hard to talk about because you don't want to admit you are feeling like that. Yeah. Um, so I think all this is very, you know, we've all got to talk. Yes, we do. We need to get better at listening. We need to get better at hearing. We need to get better at looking at signs. Um, but yeah, I think with the with the boxes, I think they, they are just from a negative place um, and they are a positive thing. So I think yeah. if anyone, yeah, if anyone can just feel a bit of happiness, it's great. And I think I've said the wrong things before. I think, you know, I've said, I've, I've not known how to find the words. So I think this is also my way of, mm. of, of saying, you know. Mm. Look, you're an entrepreneur now, who knew? I, do you know, when you call me that, I'm like, am I? Am I yeah, really you, you, so, you, you so are, are. <laughs> you so are. Yeah. So you've got, oh. you've got how, many, how many followers now on Instagram, Katie? Oh, just have a look a minute. <laughs> three, three and a half thousand. So yeah, from, a, from a standing start, that's amazing. Yeah. So if, if there was, uh, are there any kind of boxes, without betraying any confidence, of course, <laughs> uh, any boxes or, or things that you've done that particularly stood out for you that you remember that were really special or? Yeah. Um, apart from, I, apart from I obviously the ones that I ordered for, you know. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, did a, I did a really nice print once, actually, for some reason. You did oh, a nice print. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, look, right, look. it's right oh, here. Oh, you got it. And okay, it's, not, got it. it's not in my kitchen, but it's... Oh, can't it's see it. Can't, can't see it. it. But it's, oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Look. Kitchen there is it. dancing. Yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. although it's not in the kitchen, but, you know. And now I've just now I've just pulled the thing off the wall. <laughs> oh goodness, getting it down. <laughs> um yeah, I think with, with the boxes, I think it's more like with with the kind of 
looking at social media and how it works now, I approached um, someone who I love following. She's amazing. She's called Marla Anderson. She was on Love Island. But since Love Island, she's just become a complete ambassador for, yeah, for absolutely um, really like looking at women and mental health and everything. And oh, I sent okay. her, I messaged her and she, I just said, like, could I send you a box? So I sent her a box. And she put it on a story and then it just the influx of orders were just coming in. And I was thinking, how can someone have that much yeah, power amazing. and that much sort of, um, yeah, I, I, I just thought she was just brilliant influence. Thank you. Yeah. She was just an influencer. That is her mm. job. But she doesn't influence in a way of what she's wearing. Really, she, she does look about body confidence, but that's in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think it's more about approaching that. But. I think also as well, the other side of things as well, is I've done boxes, you know, people having treatment for, for cancer. I've sent, I've sent boxes direct to hospitals. I've sent boxes um, to children that have had a hard time being bullied. Um, I have literally probably done most, most now events. And it's been, yeah, it's been really, really wonderful to be yeah. honest, um, yeah. to be a part of that, a part of making someone smile. And what are your kind of um, what are the aspirations? Because I know again, with that, yeah. you've 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 got a little contract with a local company to supply hampers on a regular basis, which is fantastic. Because she's an entrepreneur, you know. I know she is. <laughs> which, you, you will believe this before you leave this podcast, even if you don't know. Oh, <laughs> but, but, that's, but that's the key. You're you're adapting. So, like Adrian said, how are you going to you know make the business versatile? Get me with all my big words today. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think to do do you mean like to do more like how am I gonna what do yeah, I do so you're not ju- you're not just doing the post boxes now you're doing you? hampers no. now, you? yeah I'm doing the hampers now I think the future of uh, positive post boxes is it's just kind of endless and I think m- my audience as much as me knew that and I think it was always I was told not to uh, run before I could walk um which is what I I definitely am I'm so like that I have a hundred ideas and I want them out now it's it is a work in progress it's nearly been a year so it'll be a year on the uh on like Jack my little boy's birthday that that was randomly the day I sent one out so 30th of June and yeah I've got a, a little contract now and I want to do more I want to, it to be my business I want it to be my full-time income yeah. And I'm just thinking that anything is possible. And I think that, I think once if you love something enough and believe something enough and manifest that dream, uh, whether it be anything, you can get there. And it's oh, you do. Cliche. You do it's inspire cliche. me. I don't think you really, oh. you know, I, I know, I don't think you really know how good you are and the way that you approach things. And I know what I admire even more is that your honesty about your mental health challenges that you had and your openness, because that will inspire other people who maybe think I can't do anything. And actually you can do anything. I've got another thing on my wall, which says exactly that. And I truly believe that if you put your mind to something, doesn't matter what it is, you can achieve it if you want to. It might be difficult getting there and navigating it and might be setbacks like, we've had injury when we're running or whatever it might be yeah. but I truly believe that you can do anything and I think that whatever you put your mind to in life you will succeed because you have a can-do positive attitude so um yeah. Thank good you so much. good luck and congratulations to you Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you for joining us. It's been so lovely to talk to you. And you both. Thank you. And it's just, yeah, thanks for giving me this opportunity. And you guys have been doing a fab job. Ah, 
Aww. on a Friday night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't do Friday night. So it, it'll just be like a Monday, you know, that I'm like, when you're doing your cleaning, on. is that right? Kate? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you're cleaning. Yeah. Uh, no. To be fair, it's, it is, and I always say to this to Zoe, and I don't think she believes me, but it is the highlight of my week. I look forward to my Fridays <laughs> to chat with Zoe and guests. It's a real, um, it's a really cathartic thing for me when you've been busy all week and then you just yeah. get to stop, have a bit of fun. I agree. I'll talk I about agree. some stuff that's really important about life or we have some lovely guests on like yourself. It, it kind of just really rounds the week off for me. It puts yeah. life into perspective. It's Massively. Yeah. yeah. So I just realised I'm sat here stroking. Oh, the rose quartz. <laughs> I've been sat there all the time stroking this quartz oh. thinking, and I suddenly went, oh, I know where I got that. That was in a positive oh, well, there we go. <laughs> As if yeah. I oh, well, thank, thanks, Katie. Hey, thank you, guys. Take care. Have a nice weekend. Thanks. And you, bye. Bye. bye.